today. The topic is culture of philanthropy. We have with us uh, a great professional, Mike Cowart. Mike, thank you for taking time to be with us today. Oh, Eddie, thank you. It's my honor. Let's talk uh, about how you create a culture of philanthropy and and what have you seen that works really well and, and what are some of your key thoughts, Mike? Well, let me, uh, I, that's a great uh, first question. I'm, I'm going to start out with an example of what uh, is the best culture that I've seen in my last eight years in the healthcare sector. Okay. It's a hospital down in Stewart, Florida with 350 beds. Uh, Twelve years ago, they made a commitment to a culture of philanthropy. The CEO and chief development officer jointly teamed up and said, we've got to change our culture and we're going to make it the best in the industry, and they literally have done that. They they have the culture so embedded that a food service employee can be in a patient room, and if the food service employee asks or hears, I'm sorry, if the food service employee hears a positive comment from the grateful patient, the food service employee is, is turns and automatically asks, may I have our foundation contact you? Oh. And it is absolutely, their results are stunning. And uh, it's it's the best culture that I've seen. They have uh, every in every board member, every C-suite member, every employee, all the medical staff has to take philanthropy 101. Uh, every volunteer, they literally have uh, over 4,000 people carrying a trifold business card that is called Foundation Fast Facts, so that 24/7, 4,000 people can give an elevator speech on behalf of the foundation. And that's absolutely the greatest application I've seen. That's impressive. Yeah, it really, uh, it it really is amazing. I, I I think there are several principles. Number one, everyone has to understand the need to raise money and be willing to do what is necessary to support the effort, regardless of their role in the organization. Mm -hmm. I mean, just everybody's everybody's in the fund making fundraising, friend making business, and it's just uh, I mean that's where it begins at the top and all the way down to, like I said, to a food service employee to even volunteers. And then I think everyone, that being in place, everyone is, a, is an organizational ambassador. Uh, everyone can articulate a case for giving and how a gift will be used. Uh, the organization, as, as you have so well stated and, and teach us constantly, the organization becomes very donor-centered. Uh, they're set up for the ease and comfort of donors and not the staff. Uh, visitors are welcomed into the program sites and dialogue and encouraged. Even their the front desk receptionist is trained and knows how to handle any inquiry and uh, and even knows the fundraising methodology and is, does not hesitate, does not have to go around the horn answering a question. And in fact, everyone on the team can answer basic questions about the purpose of the foundation and the organization. So. That's uh, now. That's that's not an overnight process, as I stated. Martin Memorial Martin Health System started that process 12 years ago. Yep, you got to start. And, uh, but it is. It's it's the very foundation of everything that uh, all of the channels of uh, of a good fundraising uh, program is starts with culture, and I'm I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, you know, it, it, in the Thompson. Uh, application that uh, you know those organizations that have great relationships and a great culture perform better than the ones that don't have such a great culture. 
That's right. They create a momentum, don't they? When they absolutely do. What do you think are some of the keys to success in doing this? Well, first of all, I, I think it's um, it, it's getting it's getting the board. Uh, I, I'm sure you've run into this where I, I have an, a client right now where the board has no idea about uh, why the organization is asking for money. Uh, the board does not uh, act as ambassadors on behalf of the organization. So it really starts at the top. Uh, it, it filters down, and uh, you know it's got to it's got to start at the top. Uh, the C-suite has to buy in. It takes uh, you know support from the uh, all of the C-suite to uh, to engage and and you know like this Martin Health system to to build it into the HR program is a huge commitment. You know where everybody spends an hour learning about the basics of why the foundation exists and what it does. You know, I just spent uh, some time with some hospital administrators, and several of them are saying that uh, they really can't see that it's a great investment to be involved in fundraising. And I suggested to them that, you know, if they have a 2% return, which many they, they're having today, 2 and maybe 2.5% return on their investment, that they can invest $50 million to net $1 million, or it's just take a really high percent. They can invest four hundred thousand in fundraising to generate a million dollars, which is a better investment. And uh, they had never thought of it that way. Yeah, and I'm not so surprised. Just, just <laughs> making them aware, wouldn't you say? Just making them aware of the value of philanthropy. Absolutely. Then, it, that's a, that's the center of the uh, of, of this of this of the education process is making people aware of, of the ROI and the benefits and the relationship. I mean, it just deepens the relationship with, you know, in friend-making and fundraising. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, you, you nailed it. You know, it, uh, one of, you're really gifted, Mike, at communication. And uh, would you suggest that in, in – it's really important to have this as an ongoing conversation and that it takes patience. This just does not happen overnight. It just takes uh, a lot of hard work, persistence, patience, and constant communication. It really does. It, it repetitiveness and, boy, you, it's really, that's the gas that fuels the engine is the, is the repetition, the perseverance. The, you know, the patience. It's, uh, it's, it's just like our business at Thompson & Associates, you know, we're, when when you invest in a cultural philanthropy program, you're you're planting an oak tree, yep. and uh, oak tree don't oak trees don't grow overnight. And uh, like a you know Martin Health, it's taken uh, 12, 13 years to get to where they are today. They have you know their cost per dollar raised is the lowest in the healthcare sector, and uh, it's all because of this long long term investment that they've made, and they continually nurture. You know, they don't walk away from the program. They continually remind people and nurture and any new staff member that comes out or any new volunteer, they go back to ground zero and start this process with that person. What else would you suggest is something that folks ought to consider when they're thinking about this topic of creating a culture of philanthropy? Uh, I would, uh, first of all, do, you know, I, I always ask a, a hospital uh, you know where where are you right now? I said, you know, kind of a, where are we on a scale of one to ten? When I when I lay out these principles, and it's uh, you know like last week I had a hospital foundation say we are one, 
and uh, most of the time, you know, people will take this and, and say, "Where?" Well, and the real the real question and the real result of that question comes up is most people don't know where they are with culture, and uh, you know, it's kind of like everybody's ignored ignored the issue and uh, haven't even thought about it. Just amaz that just amazes me. <laughs> it just amazes me because. It, you know, I think we often think fundraising is about the nonprofit, which that's the the beneficiary. But the the real focus is what it does for donors. Exactly, exactly. And once you once you understand that there are people in this world who, because of their values, are driven to give. Uh, we're just giving them the opportunity to do that. Exactly. It's not it's not fundraising by extortion. <laughs> you know that line. Yeah, Mike, and the culture. I, once everybody buys into to becoming donor centered, and you know the food service person is thinking about you know uh, being a friend maker on behalf of the foundation, and you know that it, he or she are serving food or picking up a tray in a patient room, but they're wired and they're ready, you know, to be involved in the fundraising process, and all they have to do is turn and, you know, be uh, acknowledge that compliment from the patient and invite them into the process. And really, that food service employee has made the first ask. Yeah. How, how important is it, Mike, when, when someone like a food service representative, when they make a referral, how important is it to acknowledge and recognize they're taking an additional step in their work day to make sure that happens? I think it's it's really critical, and it's uh, you know the Martin system has uh, you know they've so embedded that process in these into uh, into the food service person or the volunteer you know who simply does nothing but give time to the hospital. But you know you can this hospital is in a small town in Florida, and yeah. uh, everybody in that town and county knows about the foundation because you you know you walk a, a lady goes into the you know her favorite uh, clothing store. And uh, inevitably, you know, that owner of that store is a volunteer at the hospital and is wired toward friend-making fundraising. And uh, this customer is not only going to hear about dresses, they're more than likely going to hear about the Martin Health Foundation. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's impressive. you got to admit that's impressive. It is. Listen, it's, it's just off. It's off there are cultures from another planet. Let me ask you, uh, well, first of all, I don't know anybody better to discuss this topic than you. If you have an individual or two that like to follow up with questions, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, my email is mcowart, C-O-W-A-R-T, at ceplan.com. Uh, my cell number is 615-293-6068. Perfect. And you don't mind if they contact you? I would welcome it. I, I love this subject. It's one of my favorite subjects. and. Uh, I always like to help people uh, work on this issue because it's just uh, it's it, it's the engine that uh, fuels the uh, fuels the system. You're right. Well, Mike, thanks for today. Thanks for taking time to visit with us, and thank you for your expertise. But more than anything else, I thank you for your good heart and uh, your willingness to help folks. Uh, if you don't know Mike, you need to get, get to know him. He's he's just a good man, just solid as a rock. So. Mike, thanks for your time today. Eddie, thank you, and uh, it's an honor to be uh, associated with you and the Thompson team.